Welcome to episode 99 of Marketing Without the Marketing, where I try to teach you soft touch marketing techniques in little 10-minute episodes at a time. Sometimes I go over, but so be it. I'm your host, Michael Bosey, and I am kind of sick and tired of seeing creatives fail. That's the topic of today's episode, because to me, I've always found this to be a shame, right? Seeing creative people produce great work that goes nowhere. Writing great books, producing great music, compelling visual art, only to have it ignored, right? Creating a great product or service, marketing it to the world, getting it out there, and it being ignored. Now, throughout my entire career, this dynamic drives me crazy. It has bugged me for years and years and years, and especially now that there are no excuses, Today's artists are in control, right? More so than they've ever been. In the past, it used to be about pleasing a gatekeeper, right? If you couldn't win over an agent, a publisher, producer, gallery owner, whatever, right? It was over. If you didn't have access, no career, no hope of it. But that's different now. The, the internet came along, shattered this entire structure, right? Power disaggregated, and the single greatest outcome was that the artist or the creator could go directly to fans and customers. No middleman, no mediator. But with all that power, why is it that artists still struggle? To me, two reasons. One, they hate marketing themselves, right? Artists are their brand, right? So they don't want to feel like they're constantly pushing stuff on people. I get that. And the second thing is one that they can learn, right? It's just that they don't get the nuances right. You know, just because the opportunity is out there, just because you can connect with anyone in the world now does not mean that people are more inclined to pay attention. And in fact, there's so much noise out there that it's actually less likely than ever that people pay attention. And that right there is where content marketing comes in. And, you know, it's a soft touch approach. It's more effective. It doesn't feel so icky and pushy and aggressive. And I train my clients on these methods and I teach it to my students at Emerson College. Uh, and of course, cover these in this podcast, Marketing Without the Marketing. Now, with all this experience, I figured I could help. I could help artists. And again, two reasons. One, I know the issues firsthand. I worked with authors for 17 years when I was in publishing, and not to mention that I'm a writer and musician myself, so I understand the hang-ups and the challenges. And I'm also a small business owner myself, and I know content marketing. That's my, my biz, right? I, I'm a practitioner, and through my LLC called Control Mouse Media, uh, basically what I do is help people connect over content, help them write and edit and produce and propagate all sorts of different content, all sorts of different media, trying to connect with people. And combining these two things, you know, just knowing the issues firsthand and knowing content marketing, I thought I could help creatives be more successful and I want to help. But here's the thing, I'm about, what, almost four years into my own business and currently I have two modes to be able to help. The first is client training uh, and in the classroom, right? So think exclusive one-to-one -one access, right? So my paying clients get personalized help in real time, right? 
We're working on their projects uh, live and doing a lot of hand-holding along the way. And in the classroom, you know, I have a small group of students, but, but look, here's the thing, exclusive access to anyone, to any expert, whether it's me or someone else, right? That, that gets expensive, right? It's not reachable for everyone. But then the second mode is free, which is this podcast. You know, this is general one-to-many help, uh, and my podcast is free to anyone who wants to learn these techniques, right? Uh, but here's the thing. The limitation is that can only ever be generalized help. I can't have that same impact as in a one-to-one arrangement. It's just not possible, right? So I needed something in between, right? And my answer to that was to create an online course. Now, this course, it's called Create Biz. Uh, did a soft launch just a little bit ago, as you've heard in prior episodes. And this course lies somewhere in between that free general help of a podcast and then that expensive one-to-one access, right? So I can go a lot deeper than the podcast, awesome. And I can try to approximate the sort of client trainee experience, but at a much more reachable price. So I can structure a program, support it with worksheets and assignments and all that, make it available for a few hundred dollars. So that's what I did. I teamed up with a guy named Dave Kusek, my business partner, to create this online course. And Dave's realm in particular is helping musicians. He's the founder of Berkeley Music Online and the creator of something called the New Artist Model to help musicians become better at running their own business. So combine that with my knowledge of helping authors and and creatives of that type. We pulled our experience and expertise, and we created this system that's designed specifically for creatives, and it's divided into six units, and it'll walk you through everything that you need to know. Let me take just one second to tell you a little bit about it. Uh, If you want to see it, the course, like I said, is called Create Biz. It's 42 video modules and dozens of worksheets, templates, guided assignments, all set up to help writers, musicians, visual artists, get focused and efficient in building their online audience. And, you know, in working with clients, you know, there are usually about three or four common roadblocks that stand in the way of success for creatives. And my business partner, Dave, and I created this video and a quick three-question survey to help you uncover your specific roadblock if you're interested. So if you want to find out what your roadblock is, go to this particular landing page, which is at createbiz.com slash fix f-i-x to fix that roadblock just watch the video take the quick survey and you'll get some free customized lessons to help you get past your particular roadblock but i want to underscore a point about you know why it is that creatives struggle with marketing it's really big thing for for writers and musicians visual artists creatives of all type here's the thing you are a small business owner you may not think of yourself as that But you are responsible for your own marketing, and I get it. No one likes marketing, right? The seller or the buyer, especially if it's done in that sort of old fashion, right? And especially when you are your brand, as is the case with small business owners of all types, right? That's the same whether you're running a small business that's a service business or whether you're a creative trying to, you know, get your work out there. 
when you're your brand, you don't want to come off as pushy, right? That's the whole point of this podcast and this course, right? To teach you these, these techniques. And look, if you want your creative work to be more than just a hobby, you do need to think of yourself as a small business owner. And Otherwise, it'll always be something that you do on the side, right? And look, there's no shame in that. Writing, playing music, creating art, these things are immensely enjoyable activities on their own. You don't need to make it a business. But if you do, you really got to get into this business mindset. And, you know, this is a hang-up for a lot of creatives, right? A lot of creatives have a negative impression of business. And, And to me, this puts a limiter on their success right from the outset. And... You got to get in this mindset. You need to know exactly what your unique value proposition is. Any business owner does. How to set yourself apart. You know, you need you need a strategy. You need a plan. You need to formulate that plan and build a set of tactics around that strategy, around that plan. Uh, you need your own online foundation. You need an outreach plan. And you need a conversion plan for when you attract the attention. How do you convert them into customers? And look, there's a myth that creativity and business don't mix, that creatives can't be good at business and that business can't be creative, or or worse, that artists are sellouts the moment that they try to make money from their creative work. This is utter bullshit. To me, it's all in the way that you handle this. It's all about the how. It's all about the nuances. And that right there is where content marketing comes in, right? You don't have to be hawking your wares in a cheap, pushy fashion. Artists bring value to the world, and there's no reason they shouldn't get paid for what they do. And here's the thing. The advantage you have, you can actually use your creative skills to build a business and do the marketing. You already have the skills. And for those of you who don't think you're creative, you are. If you're building a business, crafting something out of nothing, I mean, look, You're creative if you do that by definition, right? All right, so this course that Dave and I designed uh, is to help with this, is to help you do this marketing in this way. But let's be clear. It really is focused on writers, musicians, visual artists, trying to take creative IP or intellectual property and trying to do something with that. And I'm not saying that, you know, that everyone couldn't get something out of it, too. Uh, And it's a way to get more time with me if, uh, you know, that one-to-one is unreachable, but it really is geared for this group of creatives. So if that doesn't describe you, then please, I would just ask, let your friends know of this resource, right? The ones who can use it. I mean, I would really appreciate the recommendation, especially from you, because as a listener of this podcast, uh, you're a believer in what content marketing can do. You understand that, right? So if you want more info about the course beyond the survey that I just mentioned earlier, go to or share this special link uh, because it's particular to this podcast. It's createbiz.com slash MWM for marketing without the marketing. Uh, And even though it's for you, my listeners, you can share this link. That's fine. Uh, It's offering a limited time 50% discount to charter members. We're doing this for the first 300 folks who join, and I left a link in the show notes to make this easy for you and the other link. But here's the thing. I wanted to explore one more thing because it's one of the biggest curiosities when I'm talking about this course about, you know, how we constructed it. And it's kind of interesting from a business perspective, and maybe you'll gain something from this strategy because it's a little outside the box. So the question is, with writers, musicians, and visual artists, why did we group them all together in one course? It's a good question, right? Here's my answer to that. 
Creatives are more than one thing. Me, I'm a writer, but I play in a band as well. Play guitar, sing backing, and do some writing in a band. Dave, Dave, my business partner, he's in the music business, but he's written a best-selling book as well. I have a friend who's a photographer who's producing a book, another friend who's a musician who's also a graphic designer. Many of my Twitter peeps are travel writers, but they're also travel photographers too. I have a client who's a cook who also takes her own awesome photos of of her creations in the kitchen as well. Uh, Another friend who's a musician who does short films and, you know, which means he can do videos of his band as well. And tons of other people that I can think of who do more than one thing. Now, most online materials, like the teaching materials of the type that we're trying to produce here, right? Most of those kind of stay in their lane, if you will. Right? So you get a writing course for writers or a music biz course for musicians or how, you know, how to market your art for visual artists. But for us, combining them into one stream kind of presented a unique opportunity and no one else is treating it this way. But, you know, not just an idea here. The data supported this pr- approach as well. You know, earlier this year, we surveyed a few hundred creatives uh, it, just to find out what their biggest issues were and all that. And two-thirds of our respondents identified as more than one thing. Actually, the precise number was 64.7% of our our respondents. And if you want to see those survey results, all of them that we have, uh, we'll give you access when you sign up for our mailing list at at CreateBiz. But look, personally, I see this too all the time uh, in my own work, right? I often find myself looking to any creative for ideas and answers, right? Any other business, You look and see people and you're like, oh, wow, cool thing that you did. Huh. Now, how can I adapt that and apply that to my realm? You know, so, you know, putting all these folks together just provided all these cool opportunities to sort of see what others are doing. Plus, it offered the opportunity for creatives to band together with other creatives to, you know, share audiences, support one another, uh, share ideas, strategies, you know, what's working out there, what's not. You might be able to trade services, uh, you know, writing versus visuals, people doing audio intros for trading for some visual work uh, or trade connections, right? Uh, for getting gigs, finding an agent, other opportunities, or like I said, sharing audience so that, uh, you know, I mean, the logical thing there is for some cross promotion of each other's work. And we wanted to do that too, is is just to bring a bunch of different folks together who share, you know, largely when it comes down to it, the same struggles. It's all about producing really good art and then getting it out there and building an audience so that you can do something with that attention and trust that you build up. It's all kind of the same thing. Yes, there are different nuances. And yes, at the in the very last unit, we split the course into the three different constituencies. But for the for the most part, you know, the, the main thread is pretty much the same. Creativity is not a zero-sum game. You may think of other artists as your competition, when in fact they might just be your biggest source of new fans, right? You can't own a fan exclusively. Maybe once they get to be a customer, maybe maybe that, that starts to get exclusive if you're running a business, but probably not. To me, there's no harm in sharing and you want to do right by the consumer, even if you send them to somebody who is your competition. And look, for artists, musicians can support visual artists, writers can support musicians. And, and really, that's what we should all be doing as artists 
as as business people, you know, just get in there and participate, right? Comment on other people's work on their business. Ask questions, share their work with others. Let them know of opportunities that arise that might be valuable to them, especially if you can't use it, right? There's a variety of ways to show your support. And wouldn't it be nice if everyone, like all business owners did this? To me, it's one of the nice things about being a small business owner myself is I get to pick who I work with. And I feel like if we set an example, this may sound naive, but I feel like, it, you know, others will do it too. And that's why I've been doing this, this series and this podcast about counterintuitive lessons about business, because I really do believe that we can, we can all be nice to one another and do business with one another. Now, I'll get back to that series soon, I promise. And I look, I really appreciate you indulging me in a deeper dive over the past couple episodes, this one and the last one, into something that is top of mind. Well, actually, I should say consuming all my time at the moment, which is this Create Biz course. And and look, I hope that you take it to be informative and find some useful parallels to what you do, not just, you know, self-indulgent on my part. I mean that sincerely. But with that, I'll get back to it next week, which is episode 100 somehow crazy all right so thanks everyone i really appreciate your attention your support and that you're going on this journey with me i appreciate that you guys are awesome and i'll see you next week 